Hi, I'm Amanda Pashuko. This is Sheila Lois Devita. I'm Gina Lovato. Hey, it's Anna Dunn. I'm Caitlin Bailey. This is Melissa Novak. It's Sean Jacobson. Hey, it's Bethany Nicole. Welcome to Sex Party. And welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. <laughs> Sex Party with your host, Dustin Ripka. Welcome to Sex Party. I'm your host, Dustin Ribka, and this is episode 10, episode one, motherfucking zero. We're official. We're in the double digits. Pop champagne, rip shots, do lines of cocaine, call your ex, order a pizza, snap onto a Slim Jim, tear the fucking curtains out of the hotel room, drive the car into the pool. We made it. We're here. One zero, one zero, baby. Uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening and enjoying and messaging me and just been a part of this crazy thing. Um, it's only going to get crazier from here. I'm glad that you're all enjoying yourselves. Uh, lots of surprises coming up. This week, my guest is Noe Gnome. She is someone that I've wanted on the show since I thought of the idea of, of doing this show. Um, we talk about her podcast, Noe Knows Nothing. We talk about her time as a stripper, as a dancer. And we also talk about her experience with OnlyFans. Towards the end of the episode, um, she does something pretty brutal to Flavortown and all of its citizens. So without further ado, this is my conversation with Noe No. Episode 10, baby. This week's conversation. conversation. Noe Gnome, host of the hey. Noe Knows Nothing podcast. Welcome to Sex Party. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a long time coming uh, yeah. from, my, from my side of things, which we'll get to in a minute. But for the people who don't know you... Um, can you intro yourself and talk a little bit about your show, who you are? Yeah, so my name is Noelle, but everybody calls me Noe. Noe Gnome was actually just like my Instagram handle way back in the day, and it sort of developed into a brand. So I guess we'll say I'm Noe Gnome, and I have a podcast called Noe Knows Nothing, and it's about everything. It's funny because I feel like I just, I like to talk shit, right? But people are like, you actually like you know some stuff like <laughs> it should be no we know some stuff so yeah that's uh a lot of sex and relationships lifestyle nightlife um yeah it's a good time it is a good time and and like it's been so i don't even know how long but it's been a couple like at least four or five years i think when you started like your sort of online persona right so you were like in nightlife like doing like bottle service and, and things like that. Right. And then one day you're like, I'm going to make these videos on YouTube. Um, Oh, you the, did do your research. Oh, hell yeah, I did. But the thing is, is like, I knew from before, like somehow I came across you and was just like, I thought you were really funny. And I thought like you had uh, a lot to say. And then on top of it, it was like, I, I come from nightlife. Like I'm a nightlife baby. Oh, I'm, I didn't know I'm that. like born from oh, we're gonna get into it. We're See, gonna get into we'll it. Yeah. Okay. And I, I saw a lot of similarities, right? I'm like, she's trying to do it. And then I went back and like watched like like the cocktail stuff, which is oh, like my. 
Oh. Fucking hilarious, man. You need so to bring that back. No. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And so I think that, you know, back in the day, that stuff might have been shocking about like you're talking about like, you know, why would you why would you give a guy a blowjob and then like spit it back up over your taste bud or whatever? But that was like your start, man. And everyone has their start. And it was yeah. like it was funny because it was real. But it's also funny because I feel like you were coming from a place that so many women were coming from. Like, yo, why are we not talking about this or whatever? So for that to like parlay over a, a few years and now you have this show that's had different iterations, it's really like a fucking incredible thing. Okay, so I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about um, – the journey with the knowing knows nothing, the show, um, because there's been different iterations of it. Yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned like my first YouTube video ever. Um, I was actually working in radio at the time and I was like fighting to get like an on-air radio show. And I am a little bit more crass than like <laughs> FM radio allows so I thought that it was like a good idea for me to just, I mean, I've always loved YouTube. I was like, I'm going to start doing that. Like I can do like story time YouTube. So turns out I created my YouTube page and I actually got in trouble at work mm. for the content that I was putting out. And at the time I was devastated. It's not like I still to this day, I'm not like making money on YouTube, you know, but I felt like I had like harnessed this creative like power that made me feel like me and it was fun. And then they basically at work were like, if you want to be in radio, you got to pick one or the other. And I pretty quickly chose YouTube for yeah. some reason. Like, you know, I had no reason to do that. You know, it wasn't cutting me a check at the time, but I was just like, I want to be me. I don't want to fight for a spot where I'm going to also have to like tone myself down. So the YouTube channel kind of became a regular thing because I was a bartender. And so I was doing these story time, um, drunk people are dicks is what I was calling it. Right. And just being like, this guy came in and he did this and fuck everybody. And you know, whatever, just telling stories. And then slowly but surely, I didn't even know what a podcast was. I had never heard. I didn't know what a podcast was. People were starting to tell me your YouTube videos are like podcasts. Like you should be doing podcasts. And I was like, yeah, like, I, I didn't even know what that was. At this sure. point, I left radio. And then over the last couple of years, I had really realized, oh, podcasts are like radio without the music. Like, that's like, it's like talk radio, right? So I developed No We Knows Nothing, which was the YouTube channel, into a podcast. And now it's crazy. Now that I am doing it, it feels even more right than the YouTube videos ever did. Yeah, I mean, and that's... That's sort of what I want to really fucking key in on, right? Is I feel like – so when I first – and this is probably like you started your podcast like officially. Was like was it 2018 or was it 2017? My podcast? What, what year did I start the podcast? Yeah. Um, I want to say three years ago now, like officially so, a podcast. Okay. But the No We Knows Nothing has been around for probably like five or six years. Okay, so yeah, so I wasn't too far off, like 2019, we'll say, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. I don't even have so, a solid so okay. answer for you. It all runs together. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. I'm on season three, 
I, I feel like right. probably about three years now. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember being a fan of your videos. Just you were someone that I followed on IG. You're like just silly and fun. And I was like, you know, I, I feel like um, this is someone who would be fun to hang out with. Like we're similar, whatever reasons you follow someone. Right. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. And then you dropped the podcast. And, and um, I remember being like, oh, cool. Like she'd be good. Like I don't even know you. Right. But like it's the social media thing. And I'm like a yeah. really intuitive person. And I'm like, she'd be really good at that. And so I listened. Uh -huh. I think you I think you dropped like the first, like, I don't know, I don't remember, maybe two episodes or something. And I listened to all of them. I was like out on a drive somewhere. And I was like, just blew through them all. And I was like, yo, she's really good. Like, she's yeah. really good with like telling a story. She's really good. Like, let's be real, because I don't sugarcoat anything. And mm -hmm. especially on the show, I try to be even more you know, drilled into all this stuff, but like people either have that thing or they don't. Okay. Absolutely. You know, you have it. You, yes. And, and you, and you have it. And when I heard that on the podcast, I was like, it was one of those moments where I was like, fuck, like, I really want to tell her that she's good, but I don't want her to think that I'm just like, I would like literally type something out like, He's really good uh, or whatever, right? And I'm like, I can't send this. She's gonna yes, think that I. <laughs> she's gonna think that I want to just that I want to fuck her. I'm just like some dude in her no, DMs. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. One of the first guests I ever had on my show, um, and it was actually uh, it was a phone call. We mm. didn't even have like the video technology set up. First or second guest, um, R.I.P. Jay Wills. He's actually passed away. He was a comedian. Oh, I met him that way. I DM'd him and was yeah. like, this is weird, but you're talented and I fucking love you. And like, we became friends from across the country. He was on the East Coast. I did a podcast with him and he's no longer with us, but I thought he would never respond to me. Wow. You know, I was like, I'm just going to shoot this out there. Like, I just like this person. So, right. yeah, but I get it. It's like, there's all this talk about guys, you know, they're slide in the dm slide in the dm so you never know if someone's being creepy or they genuinely mean yeah, it but. i mean totally and like I, i'm always really truthful and i always like say that on this fucking show that i'm whatever but if you don't know me you might think like uh whatever dude or whatever you know so this is the funny part is that i had typed the message out can't send that that's fucking and i'm like and i was like oh i just i just won't tell her how good she is right and then I'm like, of course, being me, I'm like, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to not tell her because I'm like, you know what? I'll just tell her that I don't want to fuck her. So I like, I sent you a message and I said, hey, and I, 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 sh sure? I should have gone back. Sure? I should have gone back and, and got this so we could like put a screenshot of it up. But I didn't. And I feel bad that I didn't. But I, I will tonight. I'll go back and look because um, my DMs are a fucking mess right now. But um, I literally, I literally DM'd you something along the lines of like hey i don't want to eat your ass but i think your show is fucking fire and you're really good at or something like that so we had to go back and find that and you were like did i respond oh, to you oh yeah you did oh, oh yeah okay. you were like okay. i don't I, I i'm gonna have to find it like, yeah we'll, ha we'll have to post it yeah we'll have to Fine. post like a screenshot of it that'd be fucking hilarious oh yeah um okay yeah, I mean, th that's the thing is like, you know, you really don't know. I mean, we're just in such a weird and that was pre-COVID. So that was like, mm -hmm. you know, 
um, things are even stranger now, but even back then, like male, female, like you can't, and I'm just to a place where I'm like, I don't really fucking give a shit about like whatever. So I'm going to send that message. I'm going to whatever, you know, and I was a fan of what you were doing. I could see, I could see how intelligent you were. I could see you had that thing. Right. And I feel like I have a little bit of that thing. So I'm like, cool. We have that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I, I'm not going to not send it because some douchebag's been blowing you up about feet pics for fucking six yeah. months or whatever. Well, you know? I appreciate you reaching out and I appreciate the love, <laughs> especially like dating back to my first podcast. Like I said, like yeah. all those like, first YouTube's first po- like, I don't even want to hear them. It like makes me cringe. Right. Cause I'm like, Oh, I've, that wasn't even me anymore. You know, I'm always so embarrassed about that. So thank you for supporting from the start. Yeah, of course. And like, you know, in a world where like these big corporations like Facebook and whatever, like basically like plugging us in, like you want to be famous, keep work, keep telling stories and we'll keep running right. that. It's like a machine. Right. But like right. what gets lost in that I feel is the sort of art of storytelling. Like there's storytellers right. am- among us, you know, and I feel like you are one of them. So those first, that first like episode or two, whether it was just the beginning or whatever, um, it was great because it was you telling a story just like the YouTube videos were. And I encourage as much as you don't want me to do this, I encourage everyone to go back to Noe's first YouTube videos, watch that shit, comment, like, share, do Thank all you. the things. Um, so, okay. Being someone who is incredibly outgoing, not afraid to talk shit, not afraid mm-hmm. to talk about sex. Uh, you seem empowered to me. Right. So like talk to maybe some people out there who are listening to this, watching this, who are like, are terrified to start their own podcast. Like, what would you tell mm-hmm. them? Well, I think first and foremost, um, you know, you and I are in a specific niche like i i talk about everything but sex is a major topic obviously this is the sex party podcast like (laughs) not every podcast has to be what you saw someone else do so like for example when i first started learning about podcasts people would be like you were like the original call her daddy or yeah is it call her daddy yeah Mm. um you should have been one of those girls and it's like no you know like they, they had their thing and they're not even, I'm sure you know all about that. They're not even together anymore, but like what people tend to do is see what someone else is doing. And they're like, Oh, I really like that. And then they try to emulate it. So if you're going to make a podcast in specific, you have to figure out what your niche is. Fortunately for me, my niche literally is whatever the fuck, you know (laughs) what I mean? With like a heavy focus on sex. Um, But some people, it's, you know, a particular sport. Some people are, you know, video games. Like everybody has, basically, if you're going to do it, do it about something that you actually care about and something that you actually know about, not just maybe something you listen to that you want to recreate. You're never going to be able to recreate somebody else's podcast. You have to make your own. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a hundred, that's a hundred percent. Like the just figuring out, I mean, can you speak a little bit to, let's say they know what they want to do, but they're just terrified. How, what would you, yeah. what's the recommendation? Um, dead ass. It is terrifying. Like <laughs> I have been putting like 
sorry, it is what it is. I have yeah. been eaten alive by family members. I have lost friends. I have, you know, it's, it's terrifying because if you're going to do it, you can't like halfway put yourself out there. You, as soon as you put yourself on the internet like that, people are going to realize if you're being your whole self or only giving them a portion, right? So people don't want to listen to a portion. They want to listen to the real you. And if you're not cool with the real you, you don't want to share it with the world because you'll get eaten alive. I already know at this point the things that people don't like about me. Every time I put out an episode, we'll laugh at the end. I'll be like, I know what DM I'm getting about that particular thing I said because I know already what people want to attack me for. So you really just have to own that it is going to be scary and it may never not be scary, but if you're passionate about it, then it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, people want blood, right? But you should be okay that you to bleed a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I always say. Like, I'm, I'm willing to like, like, we're not, I mean, you're doing it because you, first of all, your first recommendation, you should care about it and be passionate. Right. But like, if you can't bleed for it, like you're, you're right. You're totally fucked. Like you get to bleed out a little bit. You're, if you try to tiptoe around, this is a big lesson that I've learned the hard way. If you try to tiptoe around not getting negative feedback and not pissing people off and not saying the wrong thing and not fucking up, you're still going to get all that. Like you can try to be this like perfect, this is how I would want the world to see me version of yourself. And you're still going to get your ass ate. Not your ass hate, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like someone's still going to eat you alive. So it's in your brain from earlier. Yeah. Just be don't, if you're yeah. going to do it, go into it, just being and knowing yeah. that someone's going to have something negative to say. And the bigger you get, the more negativity that's going to come to you, you know? Yeah. And like, fuck them. Right. Like bring it. Like you're just, just put a, like, if you're going to hate, make sure you do it in the comments. Yeah. Like some, and some people can't handle that. And I'll be honest with you. I've had, you know, I come off as this strong, tough, don't give a shit type of bitch, but there was many moments where I've cried and many moments where I question, am I good enough? Am I strong enough? Can I deal with the negativity? You know? So you have to ask yourself those types of things along the way. It's no matter what you're doing, you could be a tennis podcaster someone's gonna fucking hate you and comment stupid shit and dm you and make you feel dumb so you really just have to be passionate about it and prepare to be liked as well as hated exactly i mean and like those people are miserable that's why they're taking their time to talk about how you suck you know what i mean like whatever um okay so and and that's the thing about your show is it is funny it is really sex positive right like and what's crazy is you know, I wanted you on the show because you're not afraid to talk about sex. You're not afraid to be yourself. You're not all of those things that you just said that you're willing to bleed out for. That's why I wanted you on the show. And then in researching you, um, you came out in episode 39 of your show, um, as, as a, um, you, well, you told everybody that you, that you're a stripper, that you do, that you do, do you strip, you dance, you do that for a living. Like, what was that like a to finally get that off your chest right but more importantly like how important was that to you to finally be like yo this is that was a huge deal that was a huge turning point for me um in more ways than just the podcast um 
I have been like a cocktail server, bottle girl, bartender. This is what I put under the umbrella of the nightlife for years. And to me, now that I am a dancer, it's under the same umbrella. I wear little tiny fucking outfits. Guys ogle at me. I make money till four in the morning. To me, it's the same thing as being a bartender in the nightclub, right? But there's such a stigma. again. Actually, you know what? I know bartenders that do more whore shit than girls that I dance with. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, so there's sure. such a stigma, right? So for years, the majority of the time that I have been, I just shame. I just felt shame constantly. People would ask me, oh, where do you work now? Because they want to come see their friend, friendly bartender, Noe, you know? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm in between jobs or, oh, I'm not working tonight. I'm making up lies amongst my friends. Um, and it doesn't feel good as someone who prides themselves on being very open. And yeah. so then, of course, when I'm doing the podcast, what, what did I just get done telling you? You can't give people a portion of yourself because they're going to know it. And it feels shitty to be like, why am I even listening to you? So I'm trying to tell these stories from the strip club, but like, like as a bartender, like, oh, this happened to one of the girls. And then there was a period in time where I was trying to pretend that I was a bartender at a strip club, mm-hmm. which is like the number one lie every stripper tells, right? No, I work there, but I'm just, I'm a just a waitress, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it just felt shitty in regular life. So when I finally put it on the podcast, that was my like, I don't have to lie about this anymore. Because everyone knows, and it was really liberating. And ironically, guess what? No one gives a fuck. No one gives a shit. No, and the thing I could notice, just being a fucking psycho or a people person or whatever the fuck we are, like intuitive, right? Like, I could notice, like, post-episode 39, you had this confident like this new confidence like you've always been confident but now you're like fuck it like this is what it is this is what we're doing strap in fuckers and then you had all this other like life experience to pull from which is fucking amazing so um this being sex party and you having life experience can you talk about like has has being a dancer gotten crazier post I don't want to say post-COVID, but now versus then? Or has it been more tame? I mean, what's Uh, up? Are people throwing, like, fucking more money? Are people, like, just losing it? I I would say it's more spotty. So there's been kind of a transition, right? So, like you said, it's not post-COVID. But, like, right after things opened up, we were dead, you know? Like, there was literally a point where I had to wear a mask. Like, my whole asshole is out. Titties, like just naked, but I have to cover my face. Like it was just this very weird. And then guys come in and they want to see your face because they want to yeah. see if you're pretty enough to, you know, whatever it is. It's Candyland for them, so they want to see it all. Um, we've gone through these roller coasters of like everything's open, so we're really, really busy, like the old times. And then okay, now their numbers are starting to spike in our area, so then it's slowing down again. It's been a roller coaster. Um, I will say in Arizona where I'm at our season, cause we have very interesting weather here is <laughs> like January through May. That's our season. We got spring training. We got a bunch of events that go on out here this season and last season have been slower in terms of like volume of people coming in the club. Um, I'm used to just like getting, you walk in the club and you're getting pulled in every direction. It's been a little bit slower, 
but I can't complain because I, I've heard stories from other states, other nightclubs, other, I mean, shit, dive bars, you know, other mm. dancers. Like, Arizona is doing decently well, considering. Right. We've got girls yeah. from other states, like, crazy, wanting a job. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, so, okay, you mentioned spring training. So, mm. that means, like, athletes everywhere up the ass right uh so do you want to out anybody like what team is blowing more money than the other like is there is there like i'll be honest with you <laughs> as far as my particular club goes it's usually the athletes that come in and say i'm so and so and feel like they don't have to spend money oh it's, so gross it's usually the people that really have it that don't want to spend it and that's not 100% of the time, but I would say a vast majority just want to come in to be seen, feel cool, get the attention, meet a girl that might go home with them. It's usually the right. nobodies that you wouldn't expect sitting in the corner that make your night. Yeah, it's always the dude dressed like shit, like yeah. wearing flip-flops and yeah. fucking jean and shorts like or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like eating a sandwich from his pocket and shit on the way in so he doesn't yeah. get too drunk. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's always those motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so like, I mean, then you can pull from back then you could pull from now, whatever, but what are some, some things like, what's the most fun you've had in, in, in the club? Like as a dancer, oh. is there like one or two things that pop off where you're like, damn, that was fucking awesome. I wish more people would do that. This is going to be the most stripper shit you've ever heard in your life. Yes. But hey, it, this is sex party. It is very honest. The guy that comes in that wants to just give you money to just talk to him. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've some of my best nights, like money wise, obviously, is when a guy is just like, can I feed you strawberries? And I'm like, yeah, of course you fucking can. Because then there are, you know, there are other nights where guys want, you know, like the lap dance of the year and flip upside down and make out with that other girl and the, the tears of what people expect when they come into yeah. clubs. So for me, the most fun I have is when I am making the most amount of money I could make doing the bare fucking minimum. Of course. And as lazy as it sounds, when you have these other guys that are borderline assaulting you. Right. Gross. That's the best thing that could fucking happen. <sighs> yeah, man. I, it's like, it, it is It is a weird fucking stigma, right? Like, it's like, oh, because you're naked, A, right. a you're dumb, and B, like, I own you. Like, what the yeah. fuck, dude? Get the fuck yeah. out. Break this guy's teeth. Like, what the, what the fuck? There's levels. So, yeah, the, the guy that's like, I'm going to order you all the drinks you want. Let's order you a fucking pizza. Let me rub your feet, and let's just talk <laughs> about the world, and I'm going to pay you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That is the most fun I've ever had. But they're rare because it's usually guys that are like, so uh, I just gave you a 20. Are you going to suck on my balls? You know, and then I have to, like wiggle around why that's not fucking legal, you know? <laughs> so what do you say in that scenario? Like, hey, no, I can't suck on your balls. To be very frank, um, if a guy is spending a lot of money, I will play mind games. I will. Good. Oh, well, let's see where the night takes us. Oh, I'm, I have to get to know you better. If the guy's not spending yeah. shit, it's just, what do you think this is, a fucking brothel? And that's it. That's the end of the conversation. Right. So it really depends yeah. on levels. What are you spending? How are you treating me? I, I will convince a guy that he's going to get a little extra 
He never does. Yeah. But if he fell for it, that's not my fucking fault. No, that's your job. Yeah. Like, first of all, you're selling you're selling the fantasy, right? And so with the fantasy, let's continue down fantasy land lane, right? Mm-hmm. So there is the mental gymnastic act that you are doing back and forth. It's like, you know, stripper flirtation or whatever the fuck we're calling it. Stripper tuition. I mean, whatever. Like, yeah, no, um, and I think that that's, yeah, um, and it's a skill. Yeah, you know? that's what I was going to say is it really is dependent upon of like what the guy is spending. I will pull out the actress skills all fucking night if I think it's going to be worth it. And you bringing up, oh, it's a fantasy. That's where people get confused. Guys come in the strip club and they'll tell me straight up. I know this is fantasy land. You know, how much money do you want? I'm here to support. Some guys come in and they really fall in love or they re- well, they think that they did or they really <laughs> think this girl's going to go home with me. And it's like, that's the fantasy. It's it's not reality. And it's hard to be like, yo, am I just really good at my job? Or is this creepy? Like, (laughs) Both. Both. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. The last time, I haven't been at a strip club in such a long time. And that's such a shame because they're fun. Whatever, right? But like, I'm the guy who's like, a girl will sit on my lap and I will straight up say, I only have $5. And like, like, the last time I did that, she stood up and she was like, girls, this guy's only got five bucks. Stay the fuck away from him. And I'm like, thank God. You know what I mean? Like, listen throw- to this, though. I appreciate people like you um, for the very reason that you understand I'm here to make money. Five dollars is not going to pay my bills. However, sometimes guys say that at the beginning of the night and then by the end of the night, they're tanked. Right. And they end up, they end up in the back. It happened to me last, last week. I talked to a guy. He had just came in. I sat down. Hello, where are you from? I like your shirt. How long are you going to be in town? Right? Like the whole fucking shit. And then he's like, I'm just going to tell you right now. I got like $20 in my name. I didn't bring a debit card. I don't think I'm going to be like taking care of any of the girls. And I was like, Hey, I appreciate you. Two hours later, he's spending thousands of dollars in the VIP room with my friend on a fucking debit card. And I remember she tried to pull me into it. And I walked in. I'm like, oh, I thought he didn't have a dick. <laughs> but he was trashed. So yeah. like, you never know. Fucking club ATM opened up in his head. All of like, a you sudden. Know. Now yeah. he's got money, right? So you really never know. Yeah. I mean, everybody, you know, who knows, right? It is a fucking grab bag. And that's the thing is like, I'm sure like you can make a ton of money and it's fun and like whatever. But again, like any form of sex work, whether it's, you know, OnlyFans or, or, or dancing or fucking feet pick, it's fucking work. Yeah. People, like, like actual sex. Cause that's a thing. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Like that it's, it's actual work and yeah, it's like you're exchanging money for whatever, but it's, it's this weird, I don't know. I, I just wonder if, if we'll ever break that. Or if that is like more of an American thing or what, where it's like, you know, like, come on. More of an American. Well, I mean, I haven't been to every country, obviously, but a lot of other countries, like, you know, like they're known for sex work. You know what I mean? Like certain countries, a totally normal thing. You can just walk in and be like, hey, like, where's a girl I can fuck for some cash? Or like, where do I get like the quickest hand job? Like, that's a normal (laughs) thing in other countries. America, it's like Vegas is the capital of that. And it doesn't happen anywhere else, which is a fucking lie. It's still happening. It's just not like normalized. 
I think yeah. that the whole sex work is work has become a lot more relevant of a topic throughout COVID because of the influx of OnlyFans and girls just trying to make a buck in any way that they can. And, you know, I think it's definitely gotten less of a stigma. If I had yeah. been dancing, let's say, in the early 2000s, I probably would have held that shit to my fucking grave. But I luckily started doing that around the time where it's like, <sighs> we're all doing this. We've all done this. Your grandma did this. Like, this is Fuck yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, like, people, like you said, you know, depending on their family or whatever, like, they they try to hide it, right? But you you are right. Like, it's it's something to be fucking pro- like, dude. Sex work is fucking hard. I couldn't do it. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I could do it. And then everyone thinks they can do it, but like the real, yeah. you know. Well, it's, guys it's, always say, if I had tits, I'd do it, right? Oh my god. So yeah. it's it's not for everybody, but I will. It is hard. It is hard. Yeah. And in the same token, it's also given me a, a type of freedom that I've never had in my life. It's yeah. very hard work, but it has provided me with a lifestyle that my family couldn't give me when I was growing up, you know? Yeah. And that's at the end of the goddamn day, right? That's fucking all that matters is what you are going home to in your house, but also like up here, like, mm-hmm. sure. You want to feel, you know, you only get one shot at it. So why not fucking, that's why it's everyone. Everyone's always like. I'm starting to think I should just strip or, or whatever. It's no. like, no, you're not. Like, what do you mean just? Like, that's just fucking hard. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fucking crazy. Okay, so from there, let's segue into the OnlyFans. Yeah. Thing. Okay, so you started an OnlyFans. Uh-huh. I deleted it, by the way, but go on. Oh, did you? I did, just recently, but we'll talk about it. Go ahead. Okay, so, well, that's good. It gives us, like, a fucking... A whole other dramatic fucking effect. Um, (laughs) Okay, so how long did you, like, I don't know, I'm not sure, blah, 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 like about, like, starting one to begin with. And the reason I'm asking is because, you know, one of the main questions I get all the time um, from a lot of of friends that are women or or, or women that listen to the show is that they want to start OnlyFans but they're nervous or they want to start only fans, but they only want to show their feet or they're not opening their legs or like whatever their thing is, mm-hmm. but they're like, they're thinking about it forever. They don't whatever. So I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about how much time, yeah. all the things you're like, I'll do this. I won't do that. Like yeah. what it was like thinking about it. How long was that process? So I actually never wanted only fans. Like I don't obviously because I am a sex worker, I never, sure judged anyone for having one I was just like I don't want to do that I already am selling my body in a certain type of way I make good money I don't want to be putting it on the internet right like once you put something on the internet it's there like even though I'm deleting my OnlyFans somebody screenshotted me somewhere like for sure Uh, it's still out there so I never wanted one um I actually started it as like a gimmick on the podcast during season two I had said to my co-host and videographer and them at the time like you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to start one. Cause I was getting guys constantly like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do it? Like you're a stripper. You, you got like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'll do it. And if I make X amount of money in X amount of time, I'll leave it open. And I thought it was just like, 
shits and giggles. I made so much mm-hmm. fucking money in 48 hours. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, like I'm keeping this. Like it wasn't even a fucking question. It was so much so fast that I was like. Like how much money though? Can you say? Within before 24 hours was up, I had paid my rent for two months. After mm-hmm. like 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, and this is this is That's good. someone who's like. Now there are girls out there that have had it open for years and they're making like hundreds of thousands and like just stupid money per month, right? But for someone who didn't even see the value in having one to pay their rent for multiple months overnight, I was like, whoa, what if I grow this? Like, what if I keep doing this, you know? Um, For me at that point, I had already become comfortable with being openly a dancer. And having my body out there like that. So I think it was a little bit easier for me because I'm already used to guys fucking ogling at my body. So I could see where someone who might have like a nine to five desk job is like, I don't know if I want to do this. Um, But it is, this is crazy to say, I think it's harder than dancing to maintain. And people are like, oh, it's so easy. Like, you don't have to touch them. You don't have to be around them. They don't get to touch you. Like, it's totally separated. I think it is more effort. And that's because because you're clocking out at the club and no one's coming home with you. But now they're in your phone and it's nonstop. Right. And if you Mm. don't get back to people, you get harassed. I can't believe I paid this money and you haven't gotten me this, you know? And of course there's really cool guys that have been, or <laughs> yeah. women, women have been on my page, you know, sure. that are like yeah. beautiful goddess, whatever you want, whatever you need. I won't even bother you. Like here's money just for nothing. Like thought of you today, here's money. But there's yeah. a lot more guys that are like, where you been at? I'm going to unsubscribe to you. Respond to me. What the fuck are you doing? Like, and you put it perfectly. You can clock out at the club. If you right. clock out on OnlyFans, people feel like they're wasting their money and they're leaving. People feel like because they they see other girls doing like triple X stuff, yeah. that all of us do that. Some people have OnlyFans for like cooking, yeah. workout videos. Granted, that's not what I was doing, but I wasn't preparing. I wasn't going to be a porn star for $3 a video. Like that's just not right. me. And people expect that. The, the stereotype of an OnlyFans girl is that you're going to bang yourself out in front of a camera for $3 a pop. And, oh, she's probably getting so many $3 a pop like it's worth it for her. That's never going right. to be worth it for me personally. But I know girls that don't do anything X-rated. They're just consistent. They constantly write back. They're constantly giving these guys attention, and they make bank. So you just have to create it into your own wheelhouse you know yeah so what i'm hearing is that it was more uh so was it it sounds like it was more of just like the consistency factor was hard and the expectation factor right but was there a creep factor to it like you couldn't sleep or something because the guy's talking about twinkies or whatever for fucking I mean, 20 messages. No, there was never like an i couldn't sleep but there was this like stress Of like, okay, well, as soon as I wrap up with, so like, okay, I dance all night. I'm also a full-time student. I have the podcast. I have a volunteer job. Like I have a life outside of OnlyFans. And I think a lot of guys on OnlyFans think that you're like, because they're paying, they're subscribed to you, that your every day should be interacting with them. 
So I would like finish at my volunteer job and be like, oh my God, I got to get on OnlyFans before fucking Jake X9X shoots me out again. <laughs> like I felt like internet bullied by yeah. some of these people. And so it just wasn't worth it. Like the, the crazy amount of money that I got for opening it was worth it. Yeah. But the long run of dealing with this stuff every single day was, was wearing on me. Yeah, I mean, how could it not, right? I mean, where are you? I got my electronic bracelets on, I don't know, like or whatever the fuck shit's going on yeah. in that fucking shit show. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm wondering if there was a point, even for a moment, where you thought, "Fuck all this other stuff." If I just do the stuff I don't want to do, right? If I just give in to that sort of like and just bang my like you said, bang myself out with fucking dildos and whatever. And charge $30 a pop. If you ever tempted to do that and then you're like, no, that's not doing that. Fuck that. Was there ever a moment where you thought I'm going to make a million dollars? Um, yes and no. I knew that I wasn't going to go triple X rated, but right. I had thought right. multiple times about if I could just get myself to deal with the stress and the consistency and continue putting this type of stuff up that I was, which was like sexy stuff, like what you could see probably sure. in the strip club. So if you don't live in Arizona, actually, I don't even let anyone I know come see me. So like the only way you're going to see me like that is if you're dating me or you are on my OnlyFans, right? Yeah, so yeah. I was like, if I could just get more consistent with this, like I could really be making money. But I never once wanted to do anything um, really X-rated because like I said, it's it's on the internet forever. And yeah, some people forever, are okay forever, with that. So. And like, I'm just not. I that is That is my limit as someone who's very, like you said, sex positive and... You know, if you stumble into my club, you're going to see my titties on the weekend. I just, that, like, my down there. Yeah. There there may have been a photo of it. <laughs> there may have been a photo one time. But, and, and I, the next day I felt like shit about it. Oh, okay. I felt like shit about it. I don't want to feel like yeah. shit about it. I've spent too much no. of my life feeling like shit, you know? Sure. So, yeah. And. Taking it to like That's touching myself or letting someone else touch me and recording it. No, mm -hmm. I just can't. Yeah. That's exactly what I was driving at. I wanted to get that, um, you know, where that place you came to, like, I oh, just, this isn't because some people it, it it is for them, you know, like they're like, fuck it. Like call Charlie and whoever, and let's do a gangbang or whatever. And, I like and, watching. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Me too. hundred yeah. percent. Right. But for some people it's like, yo, like I said to be in the beginning, like I'm only posting my feet or whatever these girls are saying. Like if you can do it, fucking do it. It's like, very I'm easy to get coerced mm -hmm. past your boundaries. Money talks. Yeah. It's very easy to get coerced because some of the stuff that I did post was a little bit past my boundary, but I told myself, mm. The money is worth it. You know what I'm sitting here? I, I ain't got no kids. I ain't got no man. Fuck it. But yeah. the next day I was like, oh my God, I don't want this on the internet. And that's when I knew if I can't even take a photo that's a little bit too raunchy, I definitely don't want to be making like XXX tapes at all. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's like right now, like the the Pam and Tommy thing on Did who the other ones like re talking I did not, I have not, because I'm just like a psycho about my, my show. I'm just trying to like work okay. and I can't concentrate on anything else. I watched Because I'm just a nut job. I watched Pam. Well, he, and, and this is what, like, 
from everything you just said, and and I, you know, people who are not you or people who are not Pam and Tommy, uh, they like to throw, we talked about this a little bit, like throw stones, like whatever. When someone does something sexual or shows a titty or fucking, you know, dances at a club or whatever. But it's like when, when you see a celebrity have a sex tape leak, right? And I remember back in the day, I don't know. I don't even know how old I was, like 12. Yeah, I, I remember. But, I was really young, but I remember when I yeah. talked about. But everyone's like, oh, they did it on purpose. And, and it's like you know, with Paris Hilton or any of these celebrities or Kim Kardashian, even if they did do it on purpose, it doesn't mean that there wasn't a moment which you just keyed in on where they're like, fuck, that's out there now. That's too far. Shit. Well, unfortunately, we've now glorified it. We've now glorified it to where it's like, if it happens, well, cool. Now I'm going to be famous because everyone saw my genitals. Like, yeah, <laughs> and we are. We're glorifying OnlyFans girls. My Twitter is filled with girls bent over yeah. fucking themselves. Shows what kind of a person I am. Whatever, I, you know, I support. But like, we yeah. glorify. Yes, girl, get your bag, even if it's your ass crack. You know, right? Which again, the point of this is, if you want to be doing that, fucking rock and roll. We're here for it. No, we will subscribe. We will, you know, I will subscribe. Yeah. We'll fucking comment. We'll throw you like whatever. Like we're all there for it. But if you don't want to be doing it, that's a whole other fucking yeah. thing, you know. And it's like it's so easy with the sex work shit. Like, you know, people fucking rag on Kim Kardashian like fifty times a day and like whatever. But like, she's still a fucking human being, you know. Like it's like, and so we've got to this place where it's like fuck them, whatever, Paris Hilton. I remember when Paris Hilton shit dropped. People were so nasty. I mean, I was, like, young back. I think I was, like, 20 or something. But, like, um, it's the same thing now, like, like with OnlyFans, except it's not just Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian. It's your next-door neighbor. Your na- exactly. Yes, exactly. It's your neighbor. And, y- you know, you want to make your neighbor feel like fucking less of a human. You want to make someone feel like less of a human for whatever. So I just think it's really important uh, that you, you know, spoke on that because you have to be, there's nothing sexy about somebody being forced into doing something like the fucking, um, the role play, like, Hey, I'm forcing you. Great. We know it's role play. Everything's awesome. But somebody really being forced. You're not actually forcing I don't want to do this or whatever, but like the real shit, it's just, it's a whole other level of like fucked up, you know, and we are at that place with it. So I think it's cool that you um, are willing to fucking speak, speak on it. Yeah. I like, I like writing the line. Like I like that I can go to the club and play this, you know, seductress and tantalize a little bit, but I'm safe. I've got security guards. I've got a manager. I've got tons of other girls around me. And then that's it. Good night. Thank you for your time. You know, um, and people say that the OnlyFans is safe, you know, whatever. But girls have stalkers and shit. Like, it's not that hard to find where somebody's at. You know, if you're, it it is a very vulnerable job, sex work in any, you know, fashion. And it's, it's definitely not for everybody. And I am, like, already (laughs) planning my out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be doing this forever. Yeah, I totally. I mean, you know, like any good mafia person, you're trying to fucking 
get the fuck out of that shit. Go legit or whatever the fuck That's they say. Awesome. I don't know. I think. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, you just hit on a big one just now, like the idea of safety, right? Like if you make someone feel safe, they will fucking get deviant as fuck with you. Right. But you have to make someone, whether that's a dancer or your partner or a sex worker or a prostitute, your only fans. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, I feel like people don't realize that like the key to getting the sexual things you want, I feel like is a like communicating about it. Hey, I'm into this fucking goofy shit with Twinkies. I don't know why I keep. Yeah, now Twinkies, we know what hey. you're into. I'm diabetic, so I don't even eat Twinkies. Maybe that's why it's your <laughs> fetish, because you can't. <laughs> yeah, I saw, like, the strawberry ones in the store or something. Like, oh, fuck. Um, uh, but, like, communicate it, right? But at the same time, like, make the person feel like you're not going to be a psychopath about, you yeah. know. And then that's the key to, like, I feel like good sex, good sex work. All of that no, stuff. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. There was, there were guys on my OnlyFans that felt, you know, like creepy or like predatory. And I would ignore them and talk to the guy that was like, hope you're having a beautiful day, you know? Cause I'm like, oh, he's nice. Like I'd rather deal yeah. with that for $7.99 than some guy that's making me feel like shit, you know? Yeah. What the fuck? Um, so you, that you just deleted it recently, yeah, you said. I did. Okay. And it's interesting but, because. Yeah they don't actually get rid of your page until like the last subscription is up. So even though I mm. hit delete, my page is still in existence until whatever the last person paid for, like gets their time and then the page will be gone. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do they tell you how long that's going to be or two months from now? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I deleted it. I want to say like a week ago, maybe. And it's still, so no one new can subscribe. But all the people that were previously right. subscribed have access for the next two months. Oh mm -hmm. man. Well, that'll be that I mean, that'll be soon, yeah. right? Um, maybe someone will like buy a bunch of shit or something who's already subscribed and you'll get some I cash out of it on the way it works out. Like that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I have no idea. It's a it's a mystery to us I'll all. I'll let you I know. Think, really. <laughs> yeah. Let let me yeah. know. Um okay, so where do you where do you see with with that experience with OnlyFans, you know, being out and proud as a fucking sex worker, you know, stripping, dancing, like being cool with your customers, having all that, like, where do you see that? Is that playing a role in the show coming up or is it more of just like a, a background thing? Like, this is what I do or are, like, you know, if you talk a little bit about... Uh talk so I tell stories you know I mean at, at, at the sure. start of this podcast we talk about you know storytelling from experience I've never wanted to have like a strippers podcast where, like yeah. there's girls that literally they have like stripper fan pages or you know I've never wanted the brand to be that being a dancer very literally pays for me to have a podcast like it pays I mean obviously it pays the rent it pays the car note all that stuff but like Having sure. that extra influx of cash is how I fund being a personality at this point. So I'll tell stories. I've got nothing to hide, but I've never wanted right. to make being a stripper the central point of Noe Knows yeah. Nothing. Because there's Noe and then there's, you want to know my stripper name? <laughs> there's Noe and there's Belle. I never told anybody that, by the way. But 
Really? You so this is official. Oh yeah, I don't tell anybody my stripper name. But you're wow. welcome. So Yeah. Exclusive. It very much it, it funds my life. It's not something that I want to you know, I don't want to be known as just that. Yeah. So was Belle a choice from Beauty and the Beast or everybody what? says that? Um well, no, actually my so my family's all from the South. I'm not. But my extended family all calls me Ms. Bell. It's, it's just a family nickname. So like my immediate family, mom, dad, I'm knowing to everyone in my immediate, but my Southern family calls me Ms. Bell. Come over here, Ms. Bell. That's awesome. So I don't even know why I chose that, but that's the backstory. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we recorded, I think yesterday I sent you an email asking if you could pull a DM Someone had sent to you, were you able to do that? Tons, my friend. Okay. So what I would like to do, this is sort of a new thing we're trying out because you do DMs of doom on your show, which is fucking hilarious. Thank you. Um, What I want to do is have you choose a DM someone sent to you personally. Okay. Okay. And the grimier, the creepier, the better, you know, whatever you can read whatever you want, but could you read could you read the DM, but could you read it in the voice that you think the person Oh, has? I wouldn't read it any other way. I would of yes. course have to read it in that way. Yes. Um, but the one that I was gonna share with you is kind of short. I mean, you can fire away. Right. I mean you can do so whatever you want. I had posted show. something to my stories, they responded to it. Let me eat you. <laughs> no response. Wow. A few weeks later, hi. No response. A few weeks later, hi. No response. A few weeks later, I posted something to my story, and he wrote, deep from back. Ooh. So when I put it all together, I think he's saying, let me eat you deep from back. (laughs) Well, like, with a bunch of highs in the middle. Wow. Yeah, I mean, maybe his phone is malfunctioning or something. I don't know. Yikes. Is are there any more in there you want to air out? Oh, sure, sure. Um Okay, so this is a DM, but it starts with please check your DMs. Hmm. Hello. Sorry <laughs> to bother you, but I was wondering if I could pay for pics of you wearing socks. I know this is very very rude and gross and very 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 inappropriate. And I deeply apologize, but I promise it won't ever escalate to anything else. Just sock pics. I swear. Please. Is that what you think he sounds like? I don't know. I think I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> you like started with like, it. Hey, sorry. I'm very, very <laughs> sorry. And, gross, uh... Very inappropriate. I apologize. <laughs> sock pics. Ah. That's probably more like Yes, I fucking got it. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Um, yeah, that that's that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> because I I figured there was some there's just so weirdo many. shit. There's in so there. many, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's like fucking hundreds, thousands of fucking wacky shit in there. Um, on your show, you also do a segment, uh, the ICE, right? I can't mm-hmm. even. 
Very, very cool. Um, I can't even with my fucking upstairs neighbor right now. Don't know if you can hear her murdering her boyfriend or whatever the fuck she's doing, but like Maybe banging the bowling ball against the television. Maybe. Maybe. I'm an acrobatic <laughs> OnlyFans girl. Like, it's insane. So I can't even. That just happened. Hey. So you, you guys are hearing, you know. I, I luckily don't thing. have any neighbor issues, but I have been there in the Ugh. past. So I get it. Yikes. Um, okay, so this is the last little bit. Uh, it's a new segment. I figured you're always doing good quality segments. I should introduce something fun. This is a segment like, I don't even know. I'm calling it like the burner or something. It's so stupid. No, we'll figure it's it out. Legit. We'll figure okay. it out. We'll figure it out. And it's like 10 questions, mm -hmm. right? I couldn't tell you where they all came from, but they're okay. there. And like, you know, they're a little more goofy and like kind of challenging, right? So would you, do you want to do, do you want to go through the burner or do you, do you want to pass? I want to do whatever you want me to do. Why? Because you yes. made me feel okay. safe first. <laughs> hey, there we go. Right? right? Seriously. Come up. on. Okay. So we'll, I'll read these off. I mean, you don't have to rapid fire them, but sure. You I'll can if you best. want. Like, yeah, whatever. Take your time or don't. It's totally up to you. This is your episode. Okay. You know, we're celebrating you on sex party. Question one, name something you wish men would stop doing. Oh, saying that they always make their girl come before they do. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. Okay. Name something you wish women would stop doing. Posting pictures of themselves with different hair colors and then asking the audience to pick one. <laughs> what do you think? Should I stay blonde or go brunette? Shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like nose What's... piercing or no nose piercing? Was it like filters or are they like using fake? No, like I don't even fucking know. It's probably, yeah. but just like the like shoes or no shoes. Like I don't fucking care, bitch. What do you like? Right. Okay. Bagels or donuts? That was a um, <laughs> no, that's this what we're here for, right? Um, what's something you wish you would stop doing? Oh, doubting myself. Fucking hands down, down. letting fear take over. Yeah, I mean, you, do you want to pull an example of something where you're just like, "Fuck me, I got to stop doing this." Me, like recently. Every episode, every episode I put out, I asked the team, what do you think? Was this good enough? Was it better than the last one? Should I still keep doing this? Like, I constantly am wondering if I did it right. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. no one can tell me how to be me. No one can tell me how to do my show because it's mine. So I have to stop doubting that and just trust myself. Yeah, I mean, and, and just like sidebar in the middle of the segment, whatever. But like, you know... I was talking to someone yesterday and I was like, you know, I'm a fucking nut job. Like I'm pretty easygoing dude. Like I'm pretty straightforward. I like to have party, have fun, the whatever. But then I'm also like a fucking nutcase. Like when I'm doing this show, I want everything to be this way, that way, all these things. Yeah. And it's like, as much as that sucks and as much as like, I'll be trying to figure out who's the guest or whatever, as much as that, it does make your art better, right? Like you suffer, like, again, you bleed for this shit, right? So that's an example I think of bleeding and that fucking doubt is crazy. It's a blessing and a curse. It really is. Because if I was too confident, yeah. 
you know, I wouldn't be learning from my mistakes and I wouldn't be pushing myself. It would just be, oh, my shit's awesome and everyone should fucking love me for no reason, yeah. right? Like, that's not good either. Yeah. But <laughs> I question no. myself to the point where I'm like, why are you, you've been doing this for years? Like, you have so much experience. Like, why do you constantly think that it's not good enough, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's ever going to change, you know? But, like, you can see you asked. your progression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. You can see your progression. So, it, like, it, it is it, – you, you do – I feel like you have huge things ahead of you. I really, Thank truly you. do because some, you just know, like, looking at someone's works, looking at someone's personality, whether or not – like, they're either in this section or that section, and you're in that section, which is the good section, the VIP yeah. section, right? So – yeah. Um, okay. Back to the list. Okay. Um, fl flaming hot or probably not. And I'm talking about like, are you one of these people that's obsessed with like the hot snacks and shit or no? Oh, I am. Yeah. Flaming hot. Okay. Flaming hot. Um, oddest request you've had on OnlyFans. Oddest? Like the most, most odd oddest. Thing? The, the weirdest. Oh, okay. Um... Probably. So <laughs> I swear I'm not a hoe. So I had a one night stand in Vegas like mm -hmm. years ago. Years. I had to have been like 21. And right. the guy. You met him in the club or something? What? You were out partying in the club. You met him in. I think yeah. so. Vegas. Like vague memory. Sure. This guy, and not to date myself, we're talking like seven to ten years ago, subscribed to my OnlyFans, mm. did not even know that he had like <laughs> apparently been following me on Instagram. We didn't, I don't even know if I had an Instagram when I hooked up with this guy. Like that's how long ago it was. Subscribed <laughs> to my OnlyFans, revealed who he was. Like, I don't know if you remember me so-and-so that one night in Vegas, whatever. I'm in your city. Mm. sent me a thousand dollars and asked me to go to dinner with him so how was dinner i didn't fucking go oh really good for you yeah he didn't i didn't say yes yeah fuck your thousand isn't that wild <laughs> that is wild as shit yeah i was like whoa respect to you for finding me but yeah yeah he wanted to meet Maybe... up and i was like mm-mm Maybe that one night stand to him though, like blew his shit, like blew his mind. And he can't stop thinking about it. I guess so. But I was a totally <laughs> different person back then. I was not about, I'm like, he probably thinks I'm some easy, you know, we had a one night stand and then he just gave right. me a thousand dollars. He probably thinks I'm after 10 years, and he probably thinks I'm going to go have dinner and fuck him. Like, no, I was like, thanks. Oh my God. Yeah. Good for you. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> what sound do you make in your head or audibly, I guess, when a guy starts talking to you about Bitcoin or NFTs? Oh, um, <laughs> probably, it'd probably just be here we go. Right. Like, oh, here we go. Right? Fuck, yeah. NFTs. Um, okay. You can only. <sighs> You can only, uh, who wrote this? Um, <laughs> you can, you can only be with a celebrity, have sex, date, whatever, uh, for one day. Mm. Who is it? And why is it this person? Shit. Oh, no, um, a rough, a rough one. I've been trying to rethink my celebrity crush as of late. I'm embarrassed mm. by it, but 
I don't have a new one, so I'm going to have to say T.I. <laughs> really? Okay. T.I., all right. Yeah, that was I mean, my, like, my, like, childhood. I loved him forever. And now, like, as an adult, I'm like, why do I still kind of like him? Like, I, I honestly can't even give you a valid reason of why that person. <laughs> I just loved him when I was younger. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like once it once it once they get in there, yeah. they're in there. Yeah. yeah okay. Um this one I stole from Pornhub. Uh it's one of their famous questions. No. Perfect length of time to have sex. Oh. This is a tricky this is, one. This is a non-existent question. <laughs> well, answer because Sometimes you can have a really good quickie and sometimes yeah. you can have a shitty quickie and sometimes you can have sex. Like I recently, I am in a new relationship and we had sex on an Island for like four hours straight recently. And we both were like, how did we pull that off? Like we were just <laughs> on one, like we were watching porn together and drinking. Like we were like having a marathon. Yeah, I mean, that's not like normal shit. Like I don't have sex for hours on end. Like I think if it had been anybody else from my past and they're like, let's fuck for four hours, I'd be like, no, like I'd rather die. Get in, get out. So yeah. I don't think there's really a good a good time frame. It just depends on depends on everything but time. Like where am I? Who's it with? Who's it with? Why is that person watching us? Like yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think that there is a perfect time. Well, I love that answer because most people are like seven and a half minutes or something fucking ridiculous. It's like, yo, no. dude, or whatever. Um, okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Right. Love this. <laughs> You're not going to love this in a second. Yeah. Um, Guy Fieri. Okay. Okay. LeBron James. Okay. And Dwayne, the rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm glad you're not putting me on a time clock. All right. No, Mary, you do you. Know, we're going to fuck. Oh, I hate myself. Mm. We're going <laughs> <laughs> to fuck LeBron. Okay. We're going to kill Guy and marry The Rock. That's solid. Yeah. I hate is... myself, but that is <laughs> not honest truth. <laughs> Wait, why do you hate yourself? Because what did Guy ever do to me, you know? Well, yeah, you just totally ruined Flavortown forever, but... <laughs> you know it's gotta be it yeah no if you said mary lebron we would have issues probably no no i'm because, well actually yeah. i hate myself the most for saying i'd fuck him but it was that or guy you know obviously i'll <laughs> marry Dwayne. obviously i mean you could have at least got some fucking nachos out of the deal first and what the fuck you know i don't it's know not worth it. it's not worth it yeah yeah sorry guy um okay you know knowing no Yes. on the sex party podcast that's yes. it that's it that's it for for um Thank but before i let you go yeah of course um where can people find you where can people find the show yeah um so pretty you know, much you can find noe gnome and people struggle with the word gnome it's a silent g so <laughs> n-o-e-y g-n-o-m-e um i'm on twitter instagram I don't get on Facebook. I don't get on Snapchat. Mostly just Twitter, Instagram. Um, Noe Knows Nothing is the podcast. It's on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. If you type in 
either one, no, we know, or no, he knows nothing into Google, all my shit's going to pop up. Okay. So. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for Thank being you. here on sex party. We love you. And, uh, I'm looking forward to see what happens. I'm looking forward to having you back. I think Thank you're you. fucking awesome. So I hope yeah. I brought something to the show that you were. You did. Yeah. Get. You brought a, you brought a lot to the show. It's going to cool. be fucking amazing. Awesome. We'll talk to you soon. Cool. Big thanks to Noe Gnome for being on the show this week. Make sure you go check out her podcast, Noe Knows Nothing. She just started her third season, and uh, it's pretty fucking rad. So make sure you go check it out. It's definitely worth it. Um, if you guys are excited that we have made it to episode 10, that we are officially in the double digits, you can show that appreciation. You can show that excitement by subscribing if you're listening on platforms like Apple and Spotify. You could leave a review if you want to. You don't have to, but you can. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, yo, what's up? How you doing? Um, you can subscribe on YouTube. You can like the video. You can leave a comment. You can always DM me. I fucking love getting DMs from you guys uh, on Instagram. You guys are so much fun, so interactive already. And yeah, I mean, things are going to get uh, even tangier, spicier uh, from here. The next handful of episodes are, are kind of fucking uh, kind of wacky, kind of fun, exciting. And uh, I can't wait for you to hear those. Can't wait for you to see those. I can't wait to see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. See you soon. Thanks for listening. The party continues next week. Click subscribe and let's make this a regular thing. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at SexPartyFM. Follow Dustin at Dustin Ribka.